Jewish audio on Chabad.org. What is the opening message that the Rebbe gives us the day he becomes the Rebbe? Decades ago, when the Rebbe assumed leadership, the Rebbe gave over a message, a mimer, a Hasidic discourse. What does the Rebbe choose to speak about? In that discourse, there's a message here that is so powerful, so uplifting, as we join millions around the world commemorating the Rebbe's life, the Rebbe's inspiration, and the Rebbe's involvement in our own lives. When the Rebbe assumed leadership, the Rebbe said a mimer, a Hasidic discourse. And what did he choose to talk about? Within that discourse, the Rebbe focused on the love, the Ahava Yisrael, the deep love that the Rebbe's have for every single Jew. Interestingly, the Rebbe chose to focus on story after story of each one of the Chabad Rebbes and how they cared deeply about every single person who lived in their generation. There's a very powerful message here. You see, often when we think of a Rebbe, we think of a leader, we think of someone great, someone grand, someone so powerful, someone so meaningful and so holy. But what does that have to do with me personally, small little me? Perhaps when the Rebbe chose to speak about the love that the Rebbe has for each person in his opening discourse when he assumed leadership is to remind us and to tell us that the Rebbe's connection with every single Jew is not something distant, not something that's global, but it's local, it's individualized, it's about you. Interestingly, after the passing of the previous Rebbe, the Rebbe wrote a letter to all of the Hasidim, and he asked them that every single year on the yard site, on the Yoimahi Lula, on the sacred day of the passing of the Rebbe, they should go around to different communities and share with people about the love that the Rebbe had for each person. And the Rebbe wrote clearly in that letter how much he's asking that each individual should share with everyone you know how the Rebbe deeply cared about each person in a very deep, personal, meaningful way. And that is why the message I want to share with you today, as we commemorate the Yemahilula, the Rebbe's holy day, is to reflect upon the concept that a Rebbe, a leader, a Nasi, is not just about the global Jewish nation, but it's about each individual person, you personally. The Rebbe cares, and the Rebbe sends his blessings and his prayers, and all the Rebbe wants is that for you, it should be good. On that note, I want to share with you a very powerful story, a very meaningful story, a story that is not just a personal story that happened with one individual, but a story that has a very powerful lesson for us in our own lives, what it means to truly care, what it means to truly love, what it means to put aside your entire being for the goodness of another. And as we enter Shabbos and we reflect upon the holiness of this day of the third of Tammuz, it's a perfect time to ask yourself this question. How much do we embody that love which the Rebbe gave us? How much can we channel that love and genuine care for another person to the extent that there's no me, all we have is we? How can we create such a life where every aspect of our being is how we can ensure that the needs of another person is being met? This is the Rebbe, and this is the message that the Rebbe wants us to reflect upon on this very holy day. Open up your hearts, my friends, for the following story. If it wasn't hers firsthand, it would be difficult to believe. This story has extra special meaning because it took place at 7.33 p.m., on Sunday, the 26th of Adar, Tafshin Nunbez, that is 1992. We are talking about 
March 1st, 1992, which wasn't just another day on the Chabad calendar. This was actually the very last Sunday dollars that we have merited so far to have from the Rebbe. And we hope and pray that very soon we will have dollars once again. On that day, the Rebbe stood for hours upon hours, one by one, giving every single person a dollar and a blessing. That day, dollars ended at 7.36. In the very final moments, before the Rebbe concluded giving out the dollar bills, on the last day before his stroke, which took place the following evening, the Rebbe shared with us a moment of love, a moment of care. This story takes us to a wonderful family living in Bnei Brak in Jerusalem, in Bnei Brak and then in Jerusalem in the Holy Land of Israel. The person who the story is all about is a fellow whose name was Rabbi Yisroel Sternshaus. Rabbi Yisroel Sternshaus was a prominent individual in his city because he owned a factory that produced Tashmishe Kedusha, beautiful items that would be used to cover the Torah, to cover the Ark, to put on the Bima. He would create beautiful embroidery that was used for all kinds of Judaica creations. He was a well-loved figure who everybody appreciated and enjoyed, a man who appreciated helping another and doing acts of kindness. It turned out that one day Rabbi Yisrael got a phone call from a shliach, a chassid of the Rebbe by the name of Rabbi Moshe Slanim, who ordered from him hundreds of kippahs for the Chabad school network all across Israel. When Rabbi Slanim came to pick up the order of the kippahs, they began talking. And Rabbi Slanim shared with him a little bit about the Rebbe, the Rebbe's life and the Rebbe's message. And Rabbi Yisrael liked what he heard. So he decided that being that he goes multiple times a year to America for business purposes to interact with his Judaica embroidery business, he is going to visit the Rebbe as well. Sure enough, even the Rabbi Yisrael was not a Chabad Chassid. He was a Chassid of a different group, a Chassid, Gur Chassid. He decided to visit the Rebbe upon his next visit. And thus began a very deep personal relationship that Rabbi Yisrael had with the Rebbe. He ended up going four times a year, specially to visit the Rebbe, received many blessings, had many encounters and many meaningful conversations. But this story is not about Rabbi Yisrael. This story is about his daughter, whose name is Tova, Mrs. Tova Adler. Tova Adler, the daughter of Rabbi Yisrael, was very excited because she was soon to get married in the summer of 1988. She was getting ready for her wedding with much preparation and anticipation when suddenly it dawned upon her that there was nothing she would wish to have before her wedding more than a blessing from the Rebbe. Again, even though they were not a Chabad family per se, she grew up hearing incredible stories from her father. And she recalled her father coming back from all his visits with such joy and excitement. So she chose to fly to New York to get a special blessing from the Rebbe for her wedding. She had a wonderful visit, an uplifting fabringen with the Rebbe on Shabbos afternoon. And then on Sunday, she went for dollars in the summer of 1988. And as she stood before the Rebbe, she said, I am getting married and I'm asking for a blessing for a home built and a home that will last for many, many years. And the Rebbe looked at her, gave her a smile, and added an additional dollar with a blessing, that your marriage should be at an auspicious time, and you should have a binyan adayad, an everlasting edifice. At that moment, she was deeply moved from the special blessing she got from the Rebbe, and she was sure she will have a very happy life with a new husband. But my friends, that was not meant to be.
They got married, they lived in a beautiful neighborhood with many other observant Jews, many other Hasidim from their movement. And life was good until unfortunately a year went by and another year went by and they were still not blessed to have children. All her friends in her neighborhood where she lived in Ashdod were having babies one after another. In fact, her younger brother who got married after her was already having a child, but her and her husband remained childless. They were deeply saddened by this. And when her father went to visit the Rebbe, she asked her father to please ask the Rebbe for a blessing. And sure enough, the Rebbe gave her father an extra dollar and said, this is for your daughter. But still, no child was coming. For her, the most difficult moment was three years after their marriage, when they decided to partake in a very difficult treatment, as per the recommendation of the doctors. This treatment was called the final chance, the last option to see if something can be done for them to have the merit of having a beautiful child. She'll never forget that day when they got the call. The treatment did not work. This seemed to be the final verdict. They will not be having a child. She broke down in tears. Her heart was broken into pieces. How can I move on? How can I live my life without the blessing of a child? It so happened that a while later, her father and her husband were traveling to New York to visit the Rebbe and also to take care of some business matters. She was so brokenhearted, she couldn't manage and imagine a life without a child. So just two days before they left, she made a decision that she's going to join them on this trip. She quickly called the travel agent, booked a ticket, and told her husband and her father, I'm coming along because I'm not leaving without a blessing from the Rebbe. They arrived, they spent a few days in New York, spent a Shabbos by the Rebbe, an uplifting gathering, and then Sunday has finally arrived. That day, the 26th of Adar, Tafshin Nun Beis, 1992, was the day when her life will change forever. Before the dollar began, she asked the Rebbe secretary if there's any way that she can approach the Rebbe together with her father and together with her husband. And they arranged that she should come at the very end of the entire distribution of the dollars so that she can be there together with her husband, together with her father, because they would have separate lines for the men and for the woman, but here they will merge together. And that's exactly what happens. My friends, open up your hearts. 7.33 p.m. Sunday, March 1st, 1992, the 26th of Adar, 57.52. They're standing before the Rebbe. She noticed the Rebbe did not look the way he usually looked. The Rebbe looked extremely drained. In fact, this was the first time in the history when the Rebbe actually turned to the secretary and asked, how many more people are there? But the Rebbe did not stop. The Rebbe stood there for hour after hour after hour, giving love, giving care, giving attention, giving a blessing to each person who came by. And sure enough, when it came their turn, her father gave the Rebbe a beautiful gift. Their family business has prepared a beautiful embroidered challah cover that had added a blessing for the Rebbe. And on the other side, it had the names of their family members. And he gave it to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe said, thank you, Adaik. And then the Rebbe said, for a present, we have to pay. And the Rebbe reached out to give him an additional dollar. At that moment, her father, Rabbi Yisrael, with the courage and a chutzpah that he never knew he possessed, looked to the Rebbe and he pointed at his daughter Tova and her husband. And he said, the Rebbe, the Rebbe should pay them. They have no children. They need a blessing to have children. The Rebbe heard those words. 
The rabbi took another dollar, gave it to Tova's husband and said, this is for bracha v'hatzlacha. This is for blessing and success. And then the rabbi took another dollar and the rabbi gave it to them. And the rabbi said the following words, Undas is This is for children who will live and last for a long time. At that moment, they felt such an incredible blessing, a moment of holiness, a moment when the Rebbe has given such a blessing, but she still wasn't happy. Tova was still broken. She was still worried, still concerned, still nervous. I want a guarantee from the Rebbe. So she looked at the Rebbe and she said, Rebbe, I want a guarantee. I want the Rebbe to guarantee that we will have a child. And the Rebbe took another dollar, looked at me as he handed me that dollar, and the Rebbe said, Zara Chaya Vikayama, a blessing for lasting and healthy children. This was the last promise that the Rebbe gave for a child before the devastating stroke that took place the next day. This was the last guarantee the Rebbe gave before the very final dollars that we've had till today. Literally two minutes later, the line ended. And sadly, the Rebbe had a stroke the next day. And sure enough, nine months and three weeks later, on the 20th of Kislev of 1993, they had a beautiful daughter who they chose to name Brecha for the Rebbe's blessing. Thankfully, since then, they have had six children, among them a son whose name is Menachem Mendel. But the story is not over. As they walked away, after the Rebbe bestowed his love and his care, remember, the Rebbe's final minutes of hours and hours of standing there giving out dollars. The Rebbe obviously physically was not feeling well. The Rebbe turned to his secretary and asked how many more people. But in that moment, all that mattered was this couple standing before the Rebbe. And the Rebbe reached up to the greatest heavens. And the Rebbe reached higher and higher until he was able to avert any decree. And the Rebbe turned over heavens and earth to ensure that this family has their child. But that wasn't enough. As they walked away, the Rebbe called them back. And the Rebbe gave another dollar. And the Rebbe said, Nachas von der Kinder. You should have joy and blessings from the children. Not only a blessing for children, but a blessing for Nachas von der Kinder. My friends, this is the love that the Rebbe gives every single person. This is the love that we continue to feel every single day. And this is the love that the Rebbe wants us to give to every single person and every single fellow Jew who we encounter. Let's keep the love going. Let's keep the love shining because the Rebbe is counting on us to keep it going and keep his love shining every single day. Shabbat Shalom.